Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Thursday, uh, January 14th, 2021, and it has been 310 days since the Red Wings last played a hockey game. That comes to an end tonight. This is part two of our season preview. We've got six bold predictions coming from each of us in this episode. If you didn't uh, check out part one already, we talked about uh, the Larkin captaincy, obviously, and we had four burning questions heading into the season. We were joined by Scott Bentley uh, for that one. It was a ton of fun. Ended up going a little bit long, but you got a ton of content on the first Red Wings game day of the year. Uh, if you like the content, go ahead and rate, go ahead and review it, and do yourself a favor, go ahead and subscribe because we're going to be posting daily episodes all season long, and you won't want to miss a single one. Ethan. How's it going, man? It's game day. We're here for part two of our uh, season preview, and we got some bold predictions on the way. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Uh, uh, I've, I've, I spent all day thinking about these predictions. All right, go ahead and kick us off with your number one. Dude, let's go. Okay. And I got to pull it up, and okay, I got it. <clears throat> Numero uno. Bobby Ryan will not fit in at all <laughs> with the Detroit Red Wings. Why Why do you say that? I, because I have a hunch. I live on hunches. That's fair. And I've got a hunch that it's kind of a, it, it was kind of a gamble to begin with in my mind. Right shot forward, end of his career. Let's try and get him and flip him. I, I, I mean, granted, he could still fetch something just as that veteran presence. Um, but I, I just don't really see the way that the way he plays the game, like the his the whole old power forward style that he had doesn't is it doesn't necessarily I don't think translate too well on. Would this. you say power forward though? I don't I don't think I would. Like in his like his his old style, not his current style. I mean, but, yeah, but he, no, he I don't even think he necessarily has that a, a style. I just feel like he's another Valtteri Filppula esque type player that's just past the prime and quite frankly isn't really going to do much at all for us that's very fair uh, this is uh i feel like this is a recent opinion of yours so did you it recently is. develop this yes it is okay um i don't know if he'll even be in the lineup tonight uh darren helm not available christian juice not available um, I believe Bobby Ryan skated today, so who knows? I guess we'll see. I, I think it's going to be probably a game-time decision. Uh, my first bold prediction, Tyler Bertuzzi will be traded at the deadline. Wow. For what? Like, is he, is he going to be like an, another immediate player coming back? It has to be, right? No, a, a player or a, a, a like a really solid prospect or a pick. I think wow. out of any, like, I think because of the the cap situation that a lot of teams are having right now, 
teams are going to be going out and looking when they're going to the deadline, they're not going to have nearly as much freedom as they would in previous years. And chances are, I mean, on a, in a regular year, when you go to the deadline, if you're a contender, you are pressed up against that cap. You got to pull some strings uh, to get some things figured out. And then you have the aspect of the fact that not only is he on a, a three and a half million dollar contract, he only has one year. Do I think Steve Eisman wants to trade Tyler Bertuzzi? Absolutely not. But what I do think is that uh, when the trade deadline rolls around, teams are going to be looking at the situation. And if Tyler Bertuzzi has as good of a year as last year, first time all-star last season, led the team in scoring. I think if he has a similar year to last year where he's like the top producer on our team, teams are looking at that going, oh, that three three and a half million dollar price tag, pretty enticing. Uh, I think that might end up being something uh, that allows a, a team to, to pull the trigger on making an acquisition uh, before the deadline. I, I think it like it, the stars are like aligned. Damn. That'd be wild. And I just think, I, I, he, I think he's also the only like core player who could go like maybe Robbie Fabry, but he's not really part of the core. Uh, so I don't know. That's kind of where I sit with that. If anybody's going out of Larkin, Mantha, uh, Hronik, Zadina, whoever you want to name, I think it's going to be Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, Plus, Steve is ruthless. I mean, how many times do we see that over and over again when he was in Tampa Bay? Like, he doesn't give a shit. Right. That's so that I'll I'll go into my bold prediction. It's more broad than yours. I didn't want to just put a, a, a you know, this is how this is who's going to get traded or this is what we're going to do. But I I, I did put that Steve Eisman makes a very, a very significant splash on the trade market. And I thought it was going to be, although we are going to be unloading contracts and stuff, I thought it was going to be a rostered player, a prospect for a big name player. I've. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not another question either. I, I think, I think absolutely. Well, this is my bold prediction. Okay. So I, Okay. So I think what it's going to be is that it's it's I think he's going to make a, a big splash at the trade deadline. All right. I like that. And that's your next bold prediction. That was mine. Yes, that was mine. Nice. Where did where did just take take Sorry. half of mine? Sorry. Uh my next bold prediction, Troy Stetcher earns himself an extension before the season was over. He signed a 2-year $3.4 million deal. That's a 1.7 AAV for a pretty solid defenseman. Like, I know we're all laughing at Troy Stetcher. Like, oh, is Troy Stetcher really going to help this decor? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe, probably won't have, like, a massive impact. But from everything that, like, we I, we had uh, Samantha from the Broadcast podcast on the show shortly after the signing was made because uh, I had seen when the deal went down, like, how many Canucks fans were absolutely enraged at the fact that the Vancouver Canucks did not sign him for $1.7 million. So I think between uh, the fact that he actually is a pretty solid player, I believe from what I recall from that conversation, she said he started every year in the top six and then slowly worked his way down and was always a top four defenseman by the end of the year uh, when it was a really confusing situation for the Canucks fans. Uh, and then, so when you take that on top of the fact that he was just slighted by his hometown team, went and took a $1.7 million deal with Detroit per year, I think he's going to be extra motivated. I think he's going to want to earn a lot more money on that next ticket. And I think playing well this season is the first big step to that. 
So I, I think that he could earn himself a, a contract extension before the end of the year. And I would love to see that. I'm very, I like Troy Stetcher. I like that too. My, I have something along the lines of that again. Okay. Um, so we've, we've each given two. Player. Okay. Different player. Okay. Well, before we get to your next one, we do have to take one real quick break. Cause I got to talk to you guys about betonline.ag. They're the number one sports book experts out there. And if you're ready for the NFL playoffs to continue this weekend, if you're excited and want to get really involved in opening night of Red Wings hockey, go ahead and throw a little money on them or go ahead and make the smart move and throw a little bit of money on the Carolina hurricanes, whoever you're putting money on tonight, tomorrow, this weekend. And for the rest of the season, it better be at betonline.ag because there is only one place that we trust and only one place that has you covered. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use our promo code locked on, you'll get a 50% off welcome bonus. Put $100 in, get $150. Put $200 in, get $300. My math is impeccable. Uh, they've got NFL games of the week, college football. Well, not anymore. Uh, and all the current headlines in sports. Like I said, on last episode, you can actually bet that Jeff Blaschel uh, will be the next coach to be fired in the NHL. Whatever you like to gamble on betonline.ag has it. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on and you'll receive a 50% Welcome bonus with your first deposit at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Bertuzzi looking at Setaguchi across the ice, and your dead seems to be what uh, he is mouthing. All right, before we get back into segment two, just want to take a second to to be thankful because 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. And if you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcasts. All right, segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are previewing the 2021 Detroit Red Wings season. Yesterday, we uh, asked four burning questions. We also celebrated the uh, Larkin captaincy day with Scott Bentley. So go check that out if you haven't already. But today uh, we're doing six bull predictions. Ethan and I both just gave our first two. Do you want to kick us off for uh, round two? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. But uh, Okay. Going off of your uh, stetcher. Uh, the fans are going to fall in love with this certain new player because he doesn't look like a Red Wing, um, but he always wanted to be a Red Wing. <laughs> I guess, but no. Um, John Merrill. Yeah, I the agree. Goofy-ass-looking goofy John Merrill. I'm 100% people gonna, agree. People are going to love the look. He's not a prototypical Red Wing. That's, you know... Oh, yeah. like a Dillnark. Not, I'm not insulting, but it's, yeah, you know. A buttoned up. Yes. He's not a New York Yankee. Right, exactly. That's a good he's, way to put it. He's a free spirit in my mind. I think he's just yeah. free-flowing. It looks like he drives like a, a, a very a lifted pickup truck with mud tires on, con, on I-75, you know? He looks like he's a fun guy. No, because be- then I would hate him. I think he drives like a 74 pickup truck that like – whatever he's, he's kept in michigan forever well no those are two completely different things what you just described as a douchebag well I'm no he is a classic man okay fair enough no, but, okay. <laughs> um, no offense to anybody out there who you know 
Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. No drives. Sure. But yeah. We, we, I've, I've made my feelings known about truck drivers on the show before. Yeah. Um. But anyway, dude's got a mullet and a mustache, like, and he, he's a good defenseman too. So I yeah, think he's gonna be like, oh, well, this is very nice. I and I think he's gonna play his way into a longer term role in our team as well. I, you know, why I think has a big part to do with that. He doesn't suck. And I think that like the baseline for being a good player in this city right now is so low. I think it will be impossible for him not to meet them because he has, he has, I mean, like he was top six in Vegas, but that was a very, very good decor. And so uh, I remember reading something about him that he was maybe one of the most like underrated player or undervalued players in free agency this offseason. That's not saying a lot uh, because of the fact that he, you know, didn't wasn't expected to make a lot of money to begin with, but then at the deal that the Red Wings got him at, it was still a really, really good deal. So I think that's going to help as well. The fact that he doesn't make any money. Uh, and so fans will, fans will have nothing to complain about with John Merrill. I agree with you. And because of, of the, all the likable yeah. things about yeah. him, he is going to, to be a top five fan favorite. I agree with you. Cool. Uh, all right. So this kind of goes off of my very first one. It, it does. And it doesn't because I said, Tyler Bertuzzi will be traded at the deadline. That's a bold prediction. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but my next bold prediction is whether or not Tyler Bertuzzi is involved. I believe the Red Wings will trade for either Alexander Georgiev or Jonas Corposalo at the trade deadline. I think uh, there's going to be an opportunity to get a goalie at this deadline because of the expansion draft. And and those are just the kind of the two names that I would really like to see. Uh, but I think there's going to be a lot of names that are surprisingly available at the trade deadline because of the uh, expansion draft this season, like Georgiev, Shesterkin's coming in, but Shesterkin's deal ends uh, at the end of this year. He's an RFA. Georgiev's an RFA at the end of 2022. So, I think they're going to keep Shesterkin, probably lock him up after this year. And in that process, probably tr- maybe trade away their goaltender at the deadline. And here's another reason why I think that, because I think the New York Rangers are going to be a very good team this year. And I don't know if they'll be the best team in the Eastern division, but I think they'll be pushing for it. And I think they'll be looking to add a piece exactly like Tyler Bertuzzi. I could be wrong. I guess we'll see. I don't, I don't know if they have too many Tyler Bertuzzi's on their team already or guys like Tyler Bertuzzi. I don't know exactly what the whole landscape of that is, but I would love to see them trade for Alexander Georgiev. And it's the same thing kind of applies uh, to Columbus as well. Like they're a team that's going to be very, very good. Maybe it'll be different because they're in the Red Wings division. So they'll be a little bit less hesitant to make that trade, but I think they'll be a team that's very, very good possibly looking to add some talent to the deadline and it might just cost him a goaltender, which they might be okay with because they were probably going to lose them anyway. Okay. I respect it. What do you got for me uh, for your next bold prediction? Nemestikov breakout player of the year. I like that. I don't even care anymore. I'm just, I'm too on board with this guy's hype train. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not a real big hype train guy. Um, I usually like to see how things play out, especially on bad teams. Um, but it's a I, name, it's a name thing. He's got a sick name. And I think honestly, that has a lot to do with it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also think it's, it, it's, I think this dude's going to get a chance to play 
top line, not top line, but top six. Yeah. And I think him and Zadina look great together. I mean, hey, dude, let's go. Let's get, let's get, let's get 50 points. That ties in with another uh, little bold prediction that I'll save for after. All right. I like that. My next bold prediction is that if, uh, and obviously this, well, you'll see in a second that this is something that's not even feasible, but so it's not even really a prediction because it can't come true. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. This is really shaky here. Uh, if there were to be an all-star game this season, I think Philip Ronick would make it. I think Philip Ronick had a great season for the Red Wings last year in a role that was way too big for him. Nothing against him. He's just so young. He played on a team that was so bad. He was tasked to do so much. And every single night, he looked like a really, really good defenseman. And so uh, when you look at the crew that they've assembled around him, it's not the best in the world, but there are competent bodies. And I think that that was the most important part uh, of this offseason was getting competent bodies to help along the young talent to take off some of the burden from their shoulders. And I think that we are going to see the dividends of that for Phil Peronic this season. I, I absolutely love that. I can't believe I forgot about him, actually. That's a really good one, Nolan. It's really disappointing that there's not an all-star game this year because I think like that's that's another one of those things that's like when the Red Wings are super bad, that's it's one of the fun nights of the year. You know, you don't have a lot of guys there, but when like last year when Tyler Bertuzzi was at the all-star game and did like the skills competition, like, yeah, of course you only got in because every team has a representative. Uh, Larkin said he didn't want to go. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, it was still a lot of fun. Like I remember him doing the shooting competition. I think he was like winning up until the last shooter when Jacob Slavin came in and, and won. But uh, those are always, that's like a fun, nice break and a nice moment of levity for awful teams uh, as well as good teams. So I think it's pretty disappointing. They didn't have an offseason or an all-star game this year, but I think if they did, Phil Peronic would be the prime candidate for the Red Wings to be on it. I love that one. All right. All right. Are you getting a number five? Yes. All right. Well, we got to take a real quick break. We'll be, we'll be right back with two more bold predictions about the Red Wings and then one bold prediction each about the NHL season. First, I got to talk to you guys about rockauto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for nearly 20 years. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it is now possible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why? Why would you get in your car, drive to the store, and then find out they don't have what you need. It's it's stupid, guys. Seriously, there's a pandemic going on. Do not go to the store. Go to rockauto.com right now when you need auto parts. Find exactly what you need through their online catalog. Have it shipped to you quick and easy. And here's the best part. Chances are it's going to be 50, 20, 30% lower than you, than you would have paid for it. If you did get in your car, go out in public, be degraded by the manly man who's sitting at the counter uh, and then paid for it that way. So you're going to want to save money. You know, you got mortgage, you got food, you got all that good stuff. Why would you throw money away at auto part on auto parts when you can go to rockauto.com and check out their unique catalog that's remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck and choose the brand specifications and the prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and just write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts that your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. 
Less going to play in this period. And before we get back into segment three here, just want to let you guys know that since the NHL regular season is underway, the best way to keep track of all of it is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. Subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here we are, segment three, bold prediction season. Ethan, give me yours next. In a 56-game regular season that Phillips Adina plays every game, he puts up 60 points. Ooh, I like that one a lot. I think he's going to take a step this year. I think he looked good. I think he was putting it together last year and would have taken that step later in the year. But I think this year he's taken it from jump. Yeah, the only question is, will uh, he be able to produce on his own line rather than on the power play? Because I think this year is kind of when you'll start to see him for sure become a, a power play dynamo in a lot of ways, especially if Matt can't stay healthy and is feeding him, helping, you know, be a facilitator uh, for getting him the puck. I just uh, I, I have questions about whether he can drive a a line of Fabry and Nemestikov and, and Nemestikov plays a big role in that. Uh, if he's good or, or Bobby Ryan or whoever, I think we're, we've kind of settled into Nemestikov being on the second line here uh, for the rest of the season. But I think that if the, if that second line succeeds, I think it's going to live and die with Phillips Adina. So I think it could be right. I'm thinking, yeah, thank you. I think so. I think I'm always right. Yes, I know. Uh, all right. My next one is that, Jeff Blaschel does not make it through the entire season. I think he's gone at the first like eight game losing streak. <laughs> I think, I think, and so I don't think that he's necessarily gone at the first eight game losing streak, but I think if they have an eight to 10 game losing streak this season, I think it's going to be like, all right, Jeff, turn in your gun and your badge there. There's like, because of the way that they're playing everybody back to back and they get two cracks at everybody. I just I don't see him making it through if they lose like eight nine in a row. You know, in my opinion on that one is man, I think we have to see what this team is made of in the first ten games, and if this team is bad in the first ten games, I think he's not going to lose his job because I just don't think this team is anywhere near good enough to still be out of the bottom five of the league. Um, so I, I don't even think if we hit that losing streak. What is what is having an interim coach going to do for twenty games? Nothing, but it gets a new voice in the locker room. I mean, I think that's sometimes it, it can be important on a team that loses perpetually. Like at a certain point, you know, like guys are probably just tuning out Jeff Blasher. Like I, I wonder to begin with, like how can you honestly sit there and like let this guy fire you up? <laughs> You're like, yeah, Jeff, let's go. You know, like I don't know personally. I just don't see it. I guess we'll see. Uh, all right. Give me your last prediction for the Red Wings season. Then we'll each give one bold prediction for the, uh, the NHL season. I think Jonathan Bernier continues his domination of the net and handedly takes over the starting role, which kind of puts us at an impasse because Jonathan Bernier. I don't think it puts you in an. Sorry, go ahead. What, what were you going to say? I don't think it puts you at an impasse at all. If Jonathan Bernier takes over the true number one goaltending position on this team next year, that or like you could not ask for a better situation because you're just going to kick him out at the deadline. Like, yes, 
please, Jonathan Bernier, take over that number one spot, raise that value as high as possible, and get the hell out of here. Go play for a good team and give us some good picks in return. Yeah, but if we're only two years away from being good, what's the point in trading him? Jonathan Bernier? Yeah. He's up, his contract's up after this year, and there's an expansion draft. Oh, well, I guess in that sense, it's true. I did forget about Seattle coming in because I was thinking more of like, you know, we've got a 1A and then our backup is Grice and Grice is a decent goalie as well. So I thought that would be more of a, we, our goaltending issues are okay for another three, four years until Bernier and Grice both age out. But I get, yeah, I guess I still see what you're saying is trading, trading him when his value is high, because then in turn, we still do have Grice and we're still not going to be the best team ever. So yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I see what you're saying there. And like at worst case scenario, you're back to square one for half a season. Yeah. Like you still have Thomas Grice for next year. You can still, I mean, even if you don't go out and get one of those goaltenders that I talked about, you can still see what you got uh, in a couple of your prospects. Like a couple of them should be ready. Like hopefully Philip Larson is ready to get some looks uh, and Keith Petrozelli is ready to get some looks at the national league level in 2021, 2022. Like not this season, but next season. Okay. And so I, I think I think I think that's an okay thing to gamble on. And okay. worst case scenario, you just sign another shitty goaltender. Yeah. <laughs> not All that, right. not yeah. that either of them are bad or anything like that. Malcolm but, Subban's I mean, getting another job. Yeah, their goalies are plentiful. Um do I have one more? Yes, you do. This is your last one. All right, my bold prediction, I, I don't think this is uh, anything new to the podcast. My bold prediction is that the Chicago Blackhawks uh, finish worse than the Detroit Red Wings, and I think they finish worse uh, in the league standing. Or I think they finish as the worst team in the league. I know it's not necessarily a Red Wings-related bold prediction, but I think that they're going to pick up a lot. Of, I think they're going to pick up some wins over the Blackhawks this year. I think that that rivalry is going to be renewed because they both suck. And I think that it's going to be a lot of fun to watch the race to the bottom. I, I if that is my bold prediction, out of all of this, as it pertains to the Red Wings, it's that this race to the bottom between Chicago and Detroit is going to be so exciting. And, and do, do you get the first overall pick? Yeah, exactly. Do you want to be worse than Chicago. If it's like the difference between the first best odds and the second best odds at the draft lottery, would you rather be better or worse than them? I think it's been proven that if you have the best odds in the draft, you're not getting the first overall pick. So I'll take us being better than Chicago. All right. Perfect. Uh, One bold prediction for the NHL season. What do you got? This one is something that I'm going to make up right right off the bat and we're as i'm watching chicago and tampa bay um malcolm suban (laughs) after this loss to tampa bay just just i don't know what happens to him but this guy is gonna put up at least 10 shutouts he's gonna have at least wait what yeah, he's gonna have ten shutouts, and like, give me a give me a real one. You're still gonna have the give worst me a real ones. Or give me a real one. Worst standings. This give is, me a real one. Okay. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Jonathan. No, um, uh, let's see. Here. I'll, I'll give you mine. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Jesus. Taylor Hall is going to win another MVP award. I think. Uh, 
Buffalo makes the playoffs. There's just a lot of things working in in his favor to do so. Yes, I I, I don't necessarily. I mean, yeah. I mean, if Taylor Hall wins MVP, then Buffalo's going to have to make the playoffs. But uh, I mean, we've seen Taylor Hall be in the MVP conversation and win an MVP conversation on a lesser team, the New Jersey Devils. Like, I don't think anybody was expecting that when he did it. Now he's playing on a line uh, that's centered by Jack Eichel. So. Man, okay, I can see that. And and Jack Eichel is, I, I believe they're both like top fifteen to win uh, MVP, in, in terms of preseason odds. So uh, I think Taylor Hall would have the inside edge on that because he's somebody who comes from an outside place, and then is proving value where it wasn't there before. Like Jack Eichel, if he's if he's good, it's gonna be like, yeah, he's always good in Buffalo. But if Buffalo's good and Taylor Hall's good, it's gonna be like Buffalo's good because of Taylor Hall. Yeah. Okay. I got so, you. Uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of where I sit with that. Do you do you have uh, a bull prediction got, for the other Chelsea? I got I got, one now. I, got right. I got one now. All right. Connor McDavid plays a full fifty six games, puts up ninety five points. Why? Why? Why this season? I think Edmonton's going to come. I I because it's a shortened season. And plus, I, Connor McDavid is really starting to enter that age where he's going to be like physically, steps, yeah, steps yeah, better yeah. than ninety percent of this league. Yeah, and I, I think he's going to enter an era starting this year where he is Gretzky like in terms of production, not Gretzky like, but in modern day eras, like he he'll be over a point and a half a game. I, I in this shortened season that could very well be the case. Uh, he put up 97 points in 64 games last year, so kind of around the same pace. Wait, what, what was your prediction? How many points in 56 games? Over a point and a half a game. I said 95. Oh, I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I mean, that would still be a lot better of a season than he had last year, but I agree with you because here's the thing with like guys like Connor McDavid when they come into the league at 18 and they're like super good for their first six years because he's 24 and Connor McDavid freak of, freak of, yes exactly Jesus freak Christ. of nature best player in the game uh but then we forget that like physically there's another level that you advance to yes. once you hit your mid-20s and so I'm very much agree like LeBron James right ever since he came to the league best basketball player in the league but do you remember those years when he was in Miami and like, he just like looked like a, like a, a those, superhero, a superhero. Yeah. Something straight out of a superhero movie. He looked like those, uh, the robots from the movie. I robot were just complete man. He like, it's, I, and I think we're about to see Connor McDavid, uh, and maybe not to- even next, maybe not even this year or the next year, but like there are so many prime prime years of Connor McDavid that we will not even have, any expectation that it's coming because of the fact that we're like, uh, he's Connor McDavid. His ceiling has been reached. No, that's not no. the case. Yeah. This, the, he's, he will, he can still take another like step. And it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Connor McDavid. Oh, wow. Really? Age 24. Yes. Yeah, so he was 23 yesterday. That's, that's so crazy. Scary. It's so scary. I know. Oh, good for Edmonton. They still got a cup in that guy. It's not. I a- do too. <laughs> It's okay. It's going to be okay, Edmonton. Oh, man. Dry good, luck. good luck, Kenny Holland. 
Dreisaitl and him. Jesus. Uh, all right. Anything else before we, before we wrap this up? No, let's go Red Wings. Let's go Red Wings. We'll see you back here tomorrow to recap the game. Like I said, the top of the episode, rate, review, and subscribe. And when you wake up for work tomorrow morning, you'll have a game one recap waiting for you, ready to listen uh, in your downloads. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Let's go Red Wings. Locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.